0: Good to have you here with us. You can always send me a note if you want, Alex, at 640toronto.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Alex Pearson Amp. Uh, and we're, we're hoping to see some rain tonight. They're calling for it. And we really, really need it. Because I'm not even sure if a lot of people know about this, because it's gotten such little attention. But there are massive forest fires burning uh, and devouring their way right through the picturesque area of Perry Sound. And... This has been going on for days, but because it's been such a heavy news cycle with what happened on the Danforth and what's been going on uh, in the news with Doug Ford and all the rest of it, this seems to have gotten buried. And I'm not sure why, because it's big and it's getting bigger instead of smaller. But it's believed to have been sparked by construction of a wind farm on the east shores of Georgian Bay which was alleged to have been doing work um, when there was an extreme fire ban. Because as you know, with all the heat, conditions everywhere are just so tinder dry. So they've been putting warnings out um, of this extreme leak that anything can go up. It's bad enough when you get things like lightning strikes that hit when you get this tinder dry weather. But, you know, for something like this to happen, also um, very dangerous. But nonetheless... The blaze started on Henvey Inlet First Nations, and now six days later, 33 fires are burning, as many as uh, over half of them out of control. They've lost 8,900 hectares, and it's now threatening areas of Highway 69, areas of Pickerel River, the CN Bridge. Um, and it's got locals living in real fear, not knowing if or when they will be evacuated. I want to bring in Chief Lloyd Mike to this conversation. He is the chief of Magnetowan First Nations. Hello there. Good evening. So tell us, put into perspective of what the last few days has been like.
1: Well, uh, the fire activity has actually been uh, growing quite significantly day by day. Uh, I've been... Uh, And constant uh, report with MNRF and that in regards to the size of the fire and that as well. And Magnetawan First Nation is located uh, about 20 kilometers south of where the fire is going. Uh, We are not in any immediate danger, our community, but it's my neighboring First Nation to the north, Henvey Inlet First Nation, that has been evacuated and where the fire is at its closest proximity.
0: And how many people would that affect? How many people would live in, in that particular area?
1: Uh, well, at Henvey Inlet First Nation, I believe that when they evacuated, there was more than 150 people, I Mm -hmm. believe. Mm
0: -hmm. But we're dealing not just with with fire, but there's an enormous amount of smoke.
1: Yes, uh, the the fire and the size of the fire, I believe it's a little over 8,200 hectares right now, and it's, uh, that's about a little, I think around a little over 70 square kilometers in size, and it's the largest fire right now that's burning in Ontario.
0: Yeah. I mean, we've heard and so that, much about the California fire. It's it's hard to even think that California's fire seems to be getting more reporting, reporting than, you know, one that's really just up the road from here.
1: Yeah, it's only a little over three, three and a half hour drive north of Toronto. So, and it is creating a lot of smoke and... That smoke and that is uh, definitely variable on the wind conditions and which way it's blowing. So uh, it depends definitely on the winds and that, which way they're blowing that day. And with the, such dry conditions and that what it has and the very little amount of rain that we have received here in the last months and months mm-hmm. here, it's uh, created these tinder dry conditions and uh, they're having uh, it's still listed as out of control.
0: Right. And they've got h- how many hundreds of, of, ch- of firefighters uh, do they have now?
1: Uh, Last reported, I believe they had over 212 uh, firefighters and support staff. So uh, I know that they have a command center in Britt as well that that has uh, 13 helicopters, I believe, that are being used right now and that as well, as well as some water bombers as well
0: now is this something that you know happens season to season so people kind of have um you know an idea that this is something that just goes with 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 living in cottage uh, life or is this uh, a particular concern
1: well this is something definitely that hits definitely a lot closer to home for all of us involved here and around the georgian bay area and parry sound area and district and that as well we've never seen a fire actually of this size and magnitude in that as well and like I said, it just seems to be the perfect storm of conditions of with the weather and that as well, and that's making fighting this difficult, uh, this fire.
0: And so what is the plan? I, I understand Premier Ford was up in the area on Friday, but has the province uh, come up with any kind of plan? Like, wh- what is the long-term plan, and what are they, what are they telling locals? Well,
1: uh, again, you know, it's a... That coordination with all the local area communities, the parks and everything in the area, and that as well, and the safety of the community and all the people, the cottagers, and that as well, along the waterways yeah uh, that is paramount uh, first in that as well, so there has been those evacuation orders and that that have been put in place just to make sure that there are uh, no people that are around there, and that the fire bombers and the water bombers the firefighters uh, can get in there and do that work that 's really necessary, and that they have that access and no ease of restriction so that they can get in there and do that work.
0: And are people listening? I mean, I know that people get awfully um, attached to their home and they want to try to protect it and they want to save it, but are people actually heeding the warnings and getting out?
1: Uh, Yes, it's a a mandatory evacuation for the certain areas that are definitely within risk. Uh, You know, to date, there has been no loss of life or anything like that as well. And that, again, is most paramount as well. So that is being a worked out with uh, the OPP and that as well, just to make sure that people are getting out.
0: But, um, you know, it's good that there's no human life because that's the ultimate of what you want is, is the good news. But no question, um, just a disaster uh, for um, the beauty of the area, the the forests in the area, and certainly the homes and the cottages and life.
1: Oh, definitely. It's going to have a huge impact in that as well, you know, and uh, the forest is uh one of our great areas that we have along here around Georgian Bay is so mm-hmm. picturesque that yeah. as well you know, but nature also has a great way of rejuvenating itself. Uh, firefighter fires have happened here since Time Memorial and that as well, and nature always has that way of bouncing back, but that takes time.
0: It does take time. But Mother Nature, in fact, never loses. That's that's the thing. She's uh, she's always in control, uh, which can be the scary thing. So what is then uh, in your in your in your gut? Do you think that they're going to get ahead of this thing or what what do they need to happen? I know we're expecting a little bit of rain, but I don't know if uh, if a couple of hours of rain will will even mean anything.
1: Yeah, the the light precipitation that we've received so far has really not helped matters at all. Yeah. We do really need a, a good two, three days of good, just solid rain and that to come down in our area. And, and it's unfortunate that we haven't been able to get that to, uh, to help the, these crews in that.
0: Yeah, certainly. And what do you need as far as um, resources or help or are any communities around uh, the area, um, you know, bringing food or water or, or supplies? Oh,
1: definitely. Uh, you'd be surprised at the amount of communities in that as well in the area where the fire and that as well, and even with the towns and that as well, like uh, uh, we've heard as well, the the Sobeys in Perry Sound, the Walmart in Perry Sound, you know, they've been helping donate uh, food and that to the firefighters and supplies and that as well. So there's a huge uh, outpouring of that community support and everyone's trying to rally and do what they can
0: yeah it, it sure is sad. Um, just I know it's it's early in this game, but I know that there is some kind of investigation as to how this started. What are you hearing as I understand there is an allegation that um, this could have been started by construction at a wind farm is Is there anything that you know about that?
1: Uh, yes, Hendy Inlet does have the largest wind farm project that is currently under construction on that as well, and uh, there is an investigation in regards to where the fire started in regards to and possibly how. Um, We have no results as to that investigation as of yet. That's still ongoing and that as well. And we're just going to have to wait and see as to what happened if it truly was from the wind farm. Was it natural? Was it man-made? Uh, we don't know that yet, so until that investigation is complete, uh, I don't think it's fair to to lay blame on Henry and the First Nation and its project, its windmill project, until that is completed.
0: Yeah, and it certainly doesn't um, help right now with uh, people looking at the imminent danger of uh, losing everything. Uh, Chief, thanks so much for joining us. We'll check base with you and hope, um, hope in the next couple of days that uh, firefighters can get a hand on this thing.
1: Well, that's our hope as well, and we're just praying for rain.
0: Thanks absolutely, for absolutely. Thank you so much. You're quite welcome. That is uh, Lead uh, uh, Lloyd, rather, Mike, joining us. He's with the Magnetoan uh, First Nations with a lot of good information. On Point, I'm Alex Pearson, and this is Global News Radio.